Oh, land of light shining bright, lighting up the winter night. Come visit Land of Light and experience the wonder of a forest walking trail. Illuminated in all the colours of the rainbow and around each bend, a new surprise for the eyes. Land of Light is open the 22nd of October until Christmas at Wells House and Gardens, County Wexford. For info and tickets, go to landoflight.ie. You're listening to the Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off with me, Paddy Courtney, and Louise Lennox. It's the Hollywood handshake. She's that chef from the telly who's always up for a laugh. And I'm an actor, screenwriter, and full confession here. I've never baked a cake or a loaf of bread. Oh, no. Not even during lockdown. Not even during lockdown? What were you doing? Oh, my gosh. And with that big reveal, let us tell you about our new podcast, The Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off. Every week, we'll bring you our tuppence worth on last night's episode of The Bake Off. As well as us chatting about all things Bake Off, from contestants to the hosts and to those fun weekly challenges they all face in the tent. And hopefully have a bit of crack along the way. Sticking to every bit of my mouth. Bon appetit! (laughs) All slowly sabotaged. I think it's delicious. Cappuccino. Can you say cappuccino one more time? (laughs) Welcome to the Great British Bake Off. Hello and welcome to the final of the Irish take of the Great British Bake Off. Wow, oh wow, oh wow. Even Paul and Prue got their hair done for the final. Welcome to the last show of our little podcast. Louise, how are you doing? I'm good. I I normally crave loads of desserts after the show, but <laughs> you know, I it wasn't too cravey tonight. I thought I would have been for the big final, but I'm glad I'm glad we've reached the final and um it was actually exciting i don't watch football i'm not into sport but i could imagine this is kind of similar when you don't really know how it's going to call till the very end so it was exciting well the winner was ollie gunner solskjaer <laughs> no um i do love football and i was watching it earlier on so uh thankfully man united were on before the bake-off so i got to see them win for once but we've got to announce it we've got to make the announcement giuseppe is the winner italiano i just i knew he was going to win from a part in the show when uh, <laughs> Noel was going around with the kiss my spatula um <laughs> and crystal elbowed the spatula in the face chigs told him to fuck off and giuseppe gave him a big dirty smooch so that was the moment i knew giuseppe was the winner that's because Christelle's saving herself for paul or me or vice versa she couldn't she couldn't she couldn't do the dirt and Paul and kiss the spatula. But um, when they first went in the very first week, I was rooting for Chicks. I liked the underdog. And I just, he really grew on me, kind of like a Veruca. And at the end of it, you're like, don't take it off with that dry ice. I really like you now. Um, but it was the first week or two. Like he, he was so precise with everything he did. And I knew he was definitely going to go into the final. The winner, um, I don't know, was kind of further on down. I thought he's got a very strong chance but um, I was really surprised. So for their signature challenge, they had to make a carrot cake. And um, <laughs> I was kind of going, oh, okay, carrot cake, bit of a downer on that. They want a whole one. And so when Giuseppe was making his, he's like, I'm going to put in fig jam and walnuts. I'm like, that sounds disgusting. Giuseppe. Sit. Really? Oh, I thought it sounded lovely. I, I, like figs. Just, I like figs. I don't like walnuts. I don't know if I want figs, fresh figs in my carrot cake either. I'd need to taste it. I'd need to taste it. I need to be a crew person on that show um, to eat all the cakes and taste them and grade them afterwards. 
but he made so so the two other contestants Chiggs and Christelle were making like thin one layers and it took a lot shorter to bake and then Giuseppe goes yeah I'm going to be really tight for time so he's clearly already trying to put himself under pressure and he and he wants to bake this massive cake which you're looking at it going well that's at least an hour and a half in the oven and you've got two hours like you don't have to be a mathematician to know you're barely going to make it mm-hmm. um so anyway, um, his was too warm and half of the stuff all leaked in. So yeah, like from, from the first one, I didn't think it was obvious he was going to come about. And then Christelle made her carrot cake with pistachio. I'm like, check, I like that card. Went, oh yeah, uh, orange curd. Absolutely love that with mascarpone. You're singing all my flavors. And then she's making four tiers, all these dells. She had four dells. Dells you normally put into cakes when you're stacking multiple tiers, not a one. It looked like the leaning tower of pistachio, the way it was kind of bending. So I, I thought, no, she's in trouble awful. here. It actually looked like, looked like the Hulk, like something the Hulk could leave behind in the jacks. Um, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, the jacks, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Still, she's gorgeous. I won't say anything bad against Crystal. Okay, just leave, leave my Crystal alone. Um, so, but can I just ask you a question? Because I think it was the next round here, or was it the final? That um, uh, I'm going to jump all over the place for the last one. I don't care. It's wild and crazy. We can do whatever we want. But Giuseppe forgot to turn on his oven at one stage, and I, I made a note of this. And I, I've got to ask you this, and this is a kind of a bone of contention in my life. If you were to say you wanted it, you forgot to turn on your oven, and you wanted to turn it on to 200 degrees pretty quickly. What I do, this is something I do, I turn it all the way up to say 270 or whatever, however far it goes and keep on checking it and then turn it back to 200. What is the best way to do it? Should you just put it to 200 and wait or my sneaky, speedy way, you know, does can that work as well? If you want to burn a cake, it would work, Paddy. So, okay, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying leave it at 270. Like, so what I'm saying, I keep checking it. Um, I'm just saying that it would heat up quicker than waiting to go to 200 as normal. Would that be right? I can't give you an exact answer because I've never tried that. So it could oh. work. But, but like normally it's 10 minutes to heat an oven. And I always say 15 minutes because all oven makes are different. Um, but what I would do is I always put it up 20 degrees higher. And then when I'm putting it in, I put it back to the temperature because you lose air temperature when you open the oven door. But he was only cooking muffins. Brilliant. I mean, look... 10 minutes if you've got muffins and if they're being if they're using um baking powder baking powder can wait it's fine to rise so he'd get away with it if he was using bicarbonate of soda or bread soda you need to cook that quite fast because the um, chemical reaction to make those air bubbles those carbon dioxide bubbles and rise need to be put in really fast so i was guessing he probably had baking powder in it and that's why it worked but you could see like he was properly annoyed I mean he was going all Italian in <laughs> Italian um, and, and, somebody was going to be sleeping with the fishes oh, just that like even, I, one stage is like going, I actually think he might kick that oven he looks properly annoyed he's like <laughs> I did, and then his story is changing I didn't shut that door properly I'm like okay but that wouldn't turn off your oven it just means that you know it's not going to get as hot and then oh, he's like my oven isn't hot like oh he was annoyed and then I love when the producer the poor producer said no over and I was like I heard you didn't turn on your oven and like he looks like he's properly going to put cake dough on his face. <laughs> Can I ask you about the technical challenge? Um, Paul Hollywood said this, or as uh, Matt was calling him, 
bastard Hollywood, uh, Paul Vagywood, because oh, yeah. he just had two instructions on it. That was kind of genius. I thought that was a sneaky way of him trying to knock Chigs off his stride somewhat because no one full well the others. You know, if you're a good baker, you know how to do this. Both Crystal and um, Giuseppe are obviously good bakers and they would be able to do that. But I just felt it was a way of tripping up uh, poor Chigs. But you know, I think Chigs has never seen a Danish swirl in his life, Paddy. Well, I didn't know they were called Belgian buns. I thought Belgian buns were John Claude Van Damme's tight little ass. And I did see, <laughs> now it could have been just cut away, that he did look like he was watching to see what they were doing. Clearly he rolled it the wrong way. Of course way. he was. He was cogging, cogging his ecker, um, copying his homework. Do you Actually, do you get that expression, cogging his ecker? No, we just used to call it copying my homework. Like normal people <laughs> right. say north, in, a, north side thing then. All right. in a language no, you no understand. <laughs> and then I love that Matt asked him to ask Giuseppe, have you ever been to Belgium? Yes, I've been a few times. Why? <laughs> I always wanted to go there and eat chocolate. Why not? All uh, right. I yeah, they're, they're not Belgium. They're known for what? Chocolate and pedophiles. Um Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sue. Did you go Paddy. swimming in the sea right. this morning, Paddy? No, I didn't. I, I just think I'm giddy to. because it's the last. I'm giddy because it's the last one. Me too. We have uh, we had the showstopper. Okay, the Mad Hatter's Tea Party. They went all out and Lama Divine Jesus, they were amazing. Also, can I just say as well, well done that like everybody. This is the first time in history that and uh, they all they had two star bakers and everybody had two Hollywood handshakes, which is kind of a bit sickening in times of COVID. You're not supposed to be shaking hands, and he's dishing them out left, right, and centre. So come on, Hollywood. But only one had a standing ovation round of applause oh who did that Crystal last week oh, yeah, remember yeah. Paul did the most cringiest thing last week it still hasn't left me but the showstopper this week she didn't win the mass- challenge isn't that the weird thing and they, they they gave it I think they gave it to her Paul would love to give it to her but they she yeah. won <laughs> she won um, the, the uh, technical challenge for the first time so every they were all kind of even Stephen going into the last one the last one Mad Hatter's Tea Party one second I have to go back to the cha- technical challenge Ooh. because and I'm sorry for jumping around the place. That's okay, but one. I did have this on my mind well. because you see all the bakers, right? So they have the cake, the bake, whatever is in the oven and they watch it. They watch it more like a new pit bun. They're basically babysitting those buns. How did Giuseppe burn them? Like you just see him, he puts them and he goes, I'm going to go for coffee now. I was like, like, did he make a cappuccino? <laughs> did he make one for all the crew? Because it's not possible to burn the buns. Yeah. You, you do nothing really else. But you see people camping out by their ovens, watching them. I, uh, uh, and even yeah. Paul was had like shock in his face going, how did you burn them? Seriously, how did you burn them? I think Shane was um, chuffed when he saw that. He was kind of, because his were too small and too tall. And um, he was looking over and he saw Giuseppe's buns. He was staring at Giuseppe's buns, so he was. Um, he, and he saw that they were burnt and he was a little bit chuffed, chuffed chigs, so he was when he saw them. Oh, he was. And he even mentioned it. And I, I was going, chigs, you don't say that when yours clearly look like little <laughs> scones you would have for afternoon tea. You can't say that and yours are perfect. I'd like to order um, 12 scoby scones. Right, we're on to the last one. The last one, the Mad Hatter. So the showstopper. Just, like, Loved This was off this. the charts. Off the charts. They were just like ridiculously amazing. Every one of them. Like it just, now every one of them except a boil in the bag bunch of Focaccia and Focaccio. Focaccia. Um, she made a balls of that. Like, you know, she just was like just a bowl of soup of oil, wasn't it? So Crystal said that she made a crazy tea party. I can't remember the focaccia she made in one of the technical challenges or one of one of the ones and bread week. 
And she commented to Paul going, oh, you know, I, what I learned on Bread Week was that it needs to be a really wet dough. It was like, yes, Christelle, but you still need to follow a recipe, clearly. And she just had loads of oil on it. Oh, do you reckon that's what It happened? looked... I don't know what happened because when she took it out of the oven, I was looking at it going, so Christelle... Not sure about the bake-off, but the one rule of thumb anyone learns when they're starting to make bread is you take it out, you flip it upside down, you tap the base of the bread, and if it sounds hollow, then it's probably cooked. And it looked like a pancake. It looked like, or a potato cake. And um, There's not one part of it that looked in any way not not raw wow. <laughs> and uh, and she was really shocked and I was kind of go, okay well when you were turning it out did it not feel like it wasn't bread so I'd say she was probably hoping that because Paul wants to date her it <laughs> might have gotten her right. like you know out of danger zone but, I, I mean you I, couldn't I, I had written down a couple of notes go listen they're going to I, I know how these shows go they're just going to say nice things about everybody's bake and they were saying like this is amazing that is gorgeous oh I can't you know can't really taste the jam I can taste jam but not black pepper in your playing cards for chigs and I just thought they're going to say nice things about everybody but Prue just lashed <laughs> the focaccia down on the table <laughs> that was going to smash she's going that's inedible she's right she's in her 80s she doesn't have to care she doesn't have to make friends she's married she doesn't want to date anyone we've got a big up Prue in her 80s she is a phenomenal woman like it just you know she make, like I said she makes me and Noel feel like a chimney sweep that she's so posh she's uh, an amazing woman amazing woman She's brilliant. And I love her pink glasses tonight. It matched my pink top. Not that anyone can see, but I did dress up for the occasion with my um, with my pink pajamas as well. But going back to Cristal's or not desserts, tea party. Um, then her mad hat or pies, like her, they were filled with chickpea curry. I thought they looked like leprechaun hats. I was underwhelmed. <laughs> I know it might sound bad, but sorry. And then her her chai cakes they were like oh they're talking sunflowers like well at least on another piped rose because I can't cope with any more of her piped roses and I just thought what's talking about them because they're not saying much they're like a mime artist so <laughs> do you know what I wasn't no. overwhelmed with hers but Chigs I really liked his I thought if I sat down to have an afternoon tea with some sweet and savoury I thought he had amazing execution okay so the cat didn't smile but I mean most cats that just present heads aren't smiling anyway because they're dead so his playing <laughs> cards were just so lovely I love and then them. his chicken and mushroom pocket watch pies were brilliant and then the toadstools and I love the fact that he learned these from Jürgen or Jürgen I've just learned all these uh, 10 weeks later I've been saying his name wrong anyway I'm dyslexia dyslexic and moaning it um, so I was really impressed with his and Giuseppe's you know like his brioche tear apart mushroom it was like 3D you know on two different levels I thought that was good his drink me mango and passion fruit panna cotta was good his well, they lemon zest they? they love the panna cotta they just and he was yeah. clever because yeah. he made muffins I mean that's what you teach kids when they don't know how to bake I mean you 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 mix those with a fork you just threw in some figs to make posh mushrooms or mushrooms and muffins um, I, and then his asparagus pea caterpillars they sounded disgusting and they looked revolting um, and I honestly thought you know when the that happened when they were they all presented theirs I honestly believed Chiggs was going to win it I'd written down Chiggs Me too. Gonna win. Me too. they went outside and we're all standing there and I just thought Chiggs has this because like you don't forget to turn on your oven it's bake off you bet it's bake you turn on an oven to bake you don't burn mm. your buns it's bake off you don't burn your buns so I was just thinking Giuseppe has fallen at the last hurdle and then of course they were dipping in and out of the family and they're showing his father and going back to Italy and they had the greatest 
sets of moustaches you'd ever seen anywhere. Like it was a cross between a, a European hitman and an Irish taxi driver. That kind of moustache, that thin little, you know, oh, kill you, uh, uh, moustache. And I just thought then, oh my God. And they announced it. They announced Giuseppe. And I went like, do you know what? Overall, he deserved absolutely he deserved to be the winner because you'd be sick if you come from a long line of bakers and chefs from Italy up to, he calls himself a Britalian, um, up to uh, England and you're living there now and a fella just started you know, bacon in the last year and a half and he got beaten by him. No, it, it couldn't have been Shakes. I'm glad he got to the final, but it couldn't have been. It just, it's ro- absolutely right that Giuseppe won it, I think. When I heard his dad um, was a baker and what I love, you know, they're carrying on this family tradition of when his dad would present this big bake on a Sunday and they all share it and he's continued on that and it's this family tradition. I love that and they're passing down recipes. Now, um, my son's fuzzy eater. If you mix, I'm not joking with this one, strawberry ice cream and chocolate is a meltdown. So I would love to bring that in as a family tradition, just not have him at the table. Um, but it's lovely and I love the fact that, you know, his dad is well and he dedicates this to his father. So for all of that story behind it, he is most And they're going to do a cookbook together. No. Of course they are. Yeah. Sure. They've millions watching this. So it's like, you know, oh, hello, Penguin. Hello, HarperCollins. Uh, they've have all, a they've got roar. their deals already. If you get to the final, they've yeah. got their deals already. Like just, yeah. and like, you know, they're saying their dad is so sick of that. But anyway, at the end, they're all the crowd are standing there and going, we'd like to thank. I was hoping to see all the gang and there was nobody there. They can't. They were, they were, they they were thanking the, the caterers and all the, the cleaning staff of the place instead. But it was a beautiful touch when Lizzie and Freya went on a road trip around the place and they're playing that super trap Trump song and I was I was welling up. It was a beautiful touch and a big shout out at the end to everybody around the world who um basically have been big fans of the Bake Off like us for the last ten weeks and um it was amazing and I was I delighted it. to see Lizzie again. Of course I you were. Her. Of course you were. Um, yeah, I thought I thought that was a nice way to finish off doing the ro- doing the road trip with the t- with the girls going to see everyone yeah. and um yeah I will miss us. It. it was a great touch. So before we wrap up, uh, we've been doing this every week. I think we forgot last week. What did you learn this week for our final of the Bake Off, Louise? I learned I want to get a job on the show and just eat loads of cakes next year. <laughs> well, not to I, not to bake them, not doing the dishes, just literally to does, eat them all. Nobody does the dishes. That's a Brian McFadden job. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you ever so much. I learned that you, ha- you should put 10 degrees higher when you put on the oven and start. because 20, you know, 20, 20. You weren't listening. 20 degrees. Actually, you know me, I'm at 10 or 20 degrees. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for the gorgeous text throughout this. It's not the end. We will fill your ears and your faces sometimes time soon myself and Louise Lennox will be making something magical together soon thank you for listening watch this space this is a podcast nobody watches anything <laughs> thanks Louise <laughs> show off thanks for listening to the Irish take on the great British bake-off tell a friend family member or co-worker about this podcast go on help spread the word and make us number one and if you could leave us a rating and a review as well as hitting that follow button it would be very much appreciated I'm Paddy Courtney she's Louise Lennox we're back again next week for another bake-off review and even more Paul Hollywood slagging nude sculpture of Paul Hollywood oh what flavour would the nipples be lime Irish take on the Great British Bake Off is produced by Gordon Hayden. Bye bye, Bake Off lovers. Ireland is leaving diesel behind, and Toyota is leading the way. Start your electric journey at Dennis Mahoney Kilbarrick with Ireland's best selling car brand. Get your diesel trade in booster or choose a contribution, both up to €2,500, and you'll see why self charging hybrid is the right choice for today. 
Supply is limited, so visit Dennis Mahoney Kilbarak today. You'll never take a wrong turn with Toyota. Built for a better world. Terms and conditions apply. Black Friday at the Laser and Skin Clinics and the savings are incredible. Buy three, get one free on all peels, hydrofacials, microneedling, laser treatments, IPL, injectables and more. Selected skincare 15% off. Body Suite courses up to 20% off. Call now to book your consultation and start your skin and body journey today. Tease and tease apply. Visit laserandskin.ie.